Yeah, I if can't you're listening, I don't. This is all a joke. Yes, from Ma, and yes. and he's trying to talk down his boy, who's being very serious. <laughs> Brandon Delaney, you know my fucking address. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome man, Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 282 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandana. And with me, as always, ghost of Christmas jumpers past. Most awesome. <laughs> That's right, baby. Jumping will soon be on the horizon. Look, Maybe I love me. So soon. Not so yeah, soon, yeah. but soon enough. Not, yeah, not too soon. Not too soon. Won't be on that. Yeah, you're not you trying get... to Aaron Rodgers this. We're going to be all full of shit and then just try to. Like, I'm into it. You know? I'm. You know what? He's giving me some oh. inspo. He's giving oh, me. Oh really? Inspo. I'm like that. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back in the paint in 79 yeah. days. Let's fucking go. get it. So I'm gonna be back. Keep your vaccines to yourself. Like exactly. What's up? Like just don't fire all that sunshine into my asshole. I'm into it. <laughs> it's definitely. I'm not anti. I don't know. I think sun does have a healing quality to it. I'm into it. I'm into yeah. it. And. Uh, yep, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we were gonna get like a little scouting report or just uh, no, no, no. Just I'm into sun, I like sun. Everyone needs vitamin D. You're out in the land of sun, so you get it non stop. But I have having, having some sun is good for you. Yeah, we've talked about this a little too much. I, I get burnt out on the sun, like I kind of have the reverse, okay. like, like weather keeps me excited. Like, too much sun to me can get a little depressing. It's just like, for sure, we heard you, we get your point. Go down like this daylight, whichever side of savings wasting we're on. Uh, gigantic fan, like sundown at like 5 30, especially if you're trying to stay on like New York time and get to bed by you know 7 p.m. I just like to text with you, bro. So I know you're getting to bed yeah, yeah, around yeah. 7 p.m. my time. I want to pop up, be wide awake, be hilarious at 5 a.m. when your texts come rolling in. I want to be there. I want to be first toilet text fired off. I want to be there for you, except the haha bubble, be ready to climb oh. and ring the bell. Whatever got yep. going on. Yeah, exactly. It is like the Wall Street, <laughs> like it is the Wall Street bell. I'm just in there. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. There <laughs> you are. Go. Just fucking stamping it. You're ready. You're out there. It is wild to see when some of your boys throw a ha-ha that you know is like either you did not go to bed or you're or you're getting up early and you're grinding. And I yeah, like some both weird, angles. Yeah. yeah, there's some weird times. Like there's that like weirdly, really weird uh LA to New York window, which would be like 3 a.m. Pacific time, yep, 6 a.m. Eastern, where you can catch a haha bubble where you're like you're wrapping up a party right now it's yeah. like you're i'm doing i'm doing my morning routine right now my morning bits because there's the zingers not as many curse words which is kind of good clean wholesome fun to kind of get everybody going and you're slapping the haha i know you're still up sir yeah you're getting me a blackout bubble right here you might have to you might double back in the morning when you wake up and come back <laughs> like and be... find this hilarious all over again yeah it's just find it funny again or remove the bubble like try to be sneaky <laughs> it's just like today in my time it's just like all right you know there's plenty of things you need to speaking of remove speaking of removing the bubbles. Have you ever removed a bubble? Like I've accidentally sometimes intentionally, but sometimes accidentally ha ha or thrown a, something on my text, go back, remove it. Then I'm like, well, now I got to just text something to cover up my tracks a little bit. My removal. Have you ever done that? Yeah, no, because it doesn't feel like is it concrete to me. It's not like you're going to catch me on the wrong side of history or something. <laughs> like right. usually the bubbles, like I'll let them fly. The only thing I'll do is I'll, I'll correct a bubble because sometimes it doesn't make sense. It's just like, like my mom would just be like, have a great day. And instead of just like slapping a heart, I'm just like hilarious. Like, ha ha. She's like, she doesn't need that stuff. Like, good. Just throwing a question I'll, mark. You're like, yeah, what's wrong, yeah, Brandon? 
Oh, the we've talked about this plenty of times. Yeah. The dreaded question. Listen to us, just two little chatty Cathy's just catching up, bro. I know. We need to talk weekly. We yes, can't go we through this, especially like this dramatic breakup. We went from, I mean, just an uncountable number of digital basketball games. Yes. And we would pod that week yes. to, you know, our, our pod and has just been <laughs> remember when we were just like. We're just going to be doing the basketball games for the rest of our lives. We have no more. We we had so much content in that. It was unbelievable. So <laughs> it's it was really, now, yeah. it was what a pace that was. That was like, we should tack 30 pods onto our, our thing just for that a counter. Amount. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And I remember what, I mean, I, I was trying to remember some of our favorites. I mean, there was just like, I don't even think you can remember the rabbit holes we went down. Yeah. I mean, there was one, there was a lot of food fruit talk in there yeah there was i remember the really one. got steaming everyone going and obviously yeah, yeah. i think the big one was our sex talks intersprinkled with uh basketball calls is always a favorite oh, yeah. talking about our sexual positions <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was, that good, was yeah. always fun and then our obsession with yak culture and just <laughs> yes, and was, that's where yes. that's what that was born yeah baby oh, Some what a colombian blast. bam bam <laughs> Well, guys, it'll all be a blast like this episode 282, guys. We are jam-packed. We're back. We know what we're doing. We're ready. Look at that. We just dust the cobwebs off a little bit, and we are already in true form as you need us. Riff from the hot headlines. We're doing <laughs> right as There I we go. go. Perfect. Rah, 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 rah. Uh, riff from the headlines, guys. We're doing a week 13 preview. You're going to take a little, um, probably not excited about the slate. You're going to take a little probably peak season of that playoff picture, see what's lining up. It may be fixes. Bad QB play, you know this is something near and dear to my heart. Uh, and I had an idea, and I've just kept it on ice because I wanted to pitch it to you on this Ooh. pod, my brother. So I'll give you some ideas on that. Could have you tweak it a little bit, too. It needs some work, but I think we might have something. Master Dom is going to talk Harbaugh future. Yeah, I went through this season and where we're going to see him next year. A little excuse to peek into also who my boy M.A. thinks is the college football top four right now the neapolitan showdown we're gonna do best things about being laid up that's right got a little injury not how you planned it we are two active dudes that don't want to be down but if you did have to glass half full which is how we see the world what would those three things be and then we're going to finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you are our power it starts now oh extra extra read all about it Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read: If you wanna be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, rip from the headline. Week 13 preview. Why we talk about that this week, brother? Ooh, cause we missed a few weeks, baby. But we're back. We did. Rather than talk about stuff that happened in the past, let's talk about stuff that happened in the future. Let's look ahead. See what's going on. Uh. It was fine. I, I did pull out the playoff picture because I want to let you know some seedings, know what mm. you think. Mm. Uh, let's see if anybody kind of grabs our attention. And we got the Bills, Bears, Raiders, Vikings, Giants, Ravens off this week. So definitely a couple of those teams will have to come up in the conversation. Can I talk a little? Okay, let me let me get this. Can not talk about the past, but let's do that real quickly so we can move future. Can I talk about the last two Vikings games and my problem with them? Yes. And can yes. you let me vent? Because I did want to. This is what this part of this podcast is just the catharsis that is the Vikings. So I wasn't able to catch Dobbs fever when I did get to watch Dobbs Uh, sit down 
get dressed up, have a little non-alcoholic Heineken, whatever I was having, because next day was a work day. And I was like, let's see, see this new hope for the future go to work, yep. get down. Played the Broncos and played the Bears. And it was exactly the same outcome. Here's the problem. So when the Vikings were going down the field on the Bears and they decided to, they had the ball within like uh, the 30-yard line. And then uh, there's about like four minutes left. And they decide to just go three three straight running plays. It had been thing had been working, but they got a turnover. Instead of trying to go for the touchdown, three straight runs, kick the field goal up by five give the Broncos a chance to come down the field and score a touchdown, which is exactly what they did. Right. The bears, the Vikings again, up by two points up by one or two points up by two points, uh, have the ball across midfield with a little over three minutes left after a Justin Fields turnover, decide to do the same fucking thing, completely abandon the play calling that had gotten them. I mean, it didn't look pretty, but at least had been aggressive enough to have them in the lead for the game and just go into fucking this thing about making them burn their timeouts. Like, like they're the mid 80 bears or something like this defense is going to fucking stop any of these quarterbacks that right. can at least run a little bit or, you know, Russell Wilson has that Florida bubble screen down pat. And then Justin Fields like will run and make it happen. And it just takes one PI call down the field to get these guys in field goal range to run out the clock and kick a field goal. It happened both time and it's such pussy play calling. And I'm, I don't love it not being called out, but I'm like, I'm tired of seeing teams play like that. Like, who do you right. think you are? Like, who yeah, do you think I you're think... out chess, chess matching? Like, there's still three minutes. That might as well be a whole nother fucking quarter you. Like, I don't want right. to see that timeout shit until, like, inside the two-minute warning. Yeah, it is one of those things where it's, like, it, it definitely just reeks of, like, we're playing not to lose this game. Like, we don't want to fuck this up. Let's exactly not do this. So, and we're trying to, like, backdoor a win, and you have to – you have to be a, a – as a head coach, O'Connell has to, like, accept a level of criticism – if he's like, oh shit, I was too aggressive and made the wrong call. Not to bring it back to my Lions, but I think that's where Dan Campbell has like sat. And sometimes we've seen the other side of too aggressive and too ballsy. But yeah, I, I'd rather go down. Yeah, nobody, I, I, I don't. I don't need like Brandon Staley about. like going for it like in your own territory the second quarter. Like I don't. Right. I don't need any of that like wildness. But it's. It's. I think we're both talking about it. it's end of the game situations. If if you're consistent, like fine, but yeah, it's just like it's it's abandoning something that at least has got you to that point in the game. I think too early. I think yeah. switching tactics into a preservation mode too early with the defense that's like yours is just that's more of a cross of fingers than it is a strategy. Right. And with the the Vikings, the thing that I I saw in that. Awful Did you see that before I called called it out? You kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did notice that. What 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 it stood out to me more was the, not just that, but also the, def oh, defensive, the defensive philosophy oh, was I'm like that, yeah. was insane. They they literally came out that that final possession that the Bears had, and they literally went on full prevent, give up everything easy, and they just like picked them away and just checked down, checked, and then they were. Oh shit, we're right here in field goal range. It's like are are you prevent defense when a field goal will win the game for you is it's fucking up. That's a fireball offense to me. And and you had rattled Fields's cage. He had two turnovers, right? Two fumbles in that fourth quarter alone, yeah. giving them extra possessions on Metellus 
and then him running out of pressure and fumbling, you know, uh, Metellus forcing a fumble. I guess Danelle Hunter technically got the first fumble on a sack, but still Metellus was in that play. He's a secondary guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Show Showfield's different looks. Don't make it easy for him and put pressure on him. He's not going to make a good decision. And that is, uh, yeah, that that was super questionable. And I would imagine it would suck as a fan of them to watch. Lord knows I've seen a lot of like boneheaded Lions calls to sit there for a lifetime. So I get where exactly where you're coming from because it's like, what are what are you doing? Are you like, is this? It almost feels like is it intentional? Like. Are you upset that you have six wins even to begin with? Because you're like, we're in no man's land with this middle of the pack bullshit. And we're not in any spot to get a quarterback. You know what I mean? At 18. Yeah. Or 22, to me, wherever we fall. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I'm trying to see what white really, really gets under my skin. And it's just like, I think it's pussy. So I, yeah. I just don't like it. Be, and I think there's a little bit of a, like, who do you think you are? Like, do you think you're Bill Belichick over there? Like, just on the like on the chessboard, like out thinking these guys, like just keep keep playing the football game. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what are you doing? Like and playing now, playing for playing for a field goal is is ridiculous. You haven't scored any, it's like you know, you haven't scored any touchdowns. Play just play to score and then let your field goal be saying. like your yeah, you need this is my last to ditch effort. Like, yeah. Like getting get it's almost a give me like I especially the number of times I gambled or whatever like looking at just like a team just needing to get to you know the thirty eight or whatever on the other side with like two minutes it might as well be a full quarter like that's a full possession right like I mean that's so do whatever you want that is like take your time like two two minutes with like two timeouts is although the entire field's open and if you're playing anything besides like normal defense then you're just giving shit up for what like the right. clock is in oh man i can't handle this all right <laughs> was there that lions packers game uh let's go to let's get your disappointment out of the way real fast yeah yeah was it was that was that was a bummer our defense has been a sieve the last like three weeks yeah defensively they've been playing like shit and golf has turned it over a ton in that bears game and a lot early on he's been off the last two weeks i i challenge any team you know eagles you know the chiefs, anybody that if they're playing like that, that they're going to win any games, it's going to be tough. We're lucky to split those two games because we stole that win from Chicago and yeah. there's no way that we were going to take another one from the Packers. Cause they were, they were actually playing pretty good. Yeah. I think when you, when you lean on your quarterback, but he has the, you know, we've seen him have the ability to kind of get super cold and those cold equals INTs. Right. Then I said like, that's just a huge hole to get out of, especially when I don't know what's happening. This lion's D, you know, they came out for D explain to me this, just kind of like ebbs and flows of a defense getting hot and then getting cold, you know, like the chiefs defense, like, you know, it's close enough to the same squad as last year, but they're like on fire you know, it seems like the Lions tried to make some move, got a little bit more experience with their number one, uh, you know, number one round pick in Hutchison. It seems like they came out of the gates a little bit higher. Is there, are people seeing tapes on these defense? Like, what is it about, you know, kind of making these guys? Because defense, you know, they say it travels well, but it's really, it seems like it can go, the dramatic swings up and down more than almost like an offense. Yeah, I think I think what they're what they're recognizing is is that there is no other legitimate pass rush aside from Aiden Hutchinson on the Lions defensive line. So they don't have a real second guy to be a disruptor that's going to also cave the pocket. Alan McNeil on the interior is pretty good. 
but when they're in passing downs, they can chip, throw another body at Hutchinson, and we know we're they're they're not going to get home on you if they're they're going to and if they do, they're going to have to blitz and bring pressure. So you got to recognize the pressure, and then they're like in that Packers game, they were picking on number twenty three Jerry Jacobs a lot, and so I think like you know they're they're looking at a few guys and they're going to pick on them in the secondary pretty consistently and Aaron Glenn has not been doing a great job of masking or hiding or changing too much of their strategies a lot of it is is contingent you know having long drives with the lions and you know running the ball and you know uh golf making the the appropriate you know uh 7 8 10 12 yard throws occasionally a deep ball but we're not like a sprint up and down the floor like high high volume offense we're uh methodically move it down eight nine ten twelve plays and and get a touchdown occasionally we'll have a big play but we're not chunk yard plays a lot of times and so when you've got those two things that's not hitting and then the defense is on the field a lot well you know it just gives more ample opportunity to be like oh well, this is what they're doing if you could just love if you can just hang out for a half a second longer it's going to be there you might get banged around you might get hit you might hit the ground but you're not going to get sacked you're not going to do you're like i'm not worried about you turning the ball over so just stand tall and you might be able to get a throw in there and fucking he he love looked really good against our defense i don't i don't know if it's just our defense but he looked pretty good he was making some some pretty nice throws there yeah uh yeah maybe a little both I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it yeah. feels like he lined up like uh, Jordan Love, Justin Field, and you know Herbert, like the last three kind of lines out. So he's got three MVP candidates, just really, <laughs> really throwing up some TDs. Uh, you like him against the Saints this week? I do. I think I like him. I think this is a great offense to kind of go against right now. You know what I mean? I, I, I... Derek Carr is the you know the Jared golf version. Like he's had moments of where he can get hot, but right now he's he, to me, he feels like he's in a real low point. And, you know, I, I think this is a good, a good opportunity for them to come in there. Their defense is going to be pretty solid, but I think like, I think this is a good slump buster for them to get back in. I'll yeah. I think you. so. Yeah. I mean on the road, but I mean, you're in a dome golf loves a dome. Yep. Uh, four and a half point favorites. I do like the lions in this. Uh, the Saints sitting at a 10 seed. It's really kind of disappointing. Uh, you know, it really felt like with the Raiders and Saints trade, the Saints were trying to take a step forward in what they were doing in an NFC South that was completely gettable and still is completely gettable. And it'd be sitting at five and six is just a real misopportunity for yeah. New Orleans, especially how much they charge up their defense. How's their defense this year? Um, I mean, their defense is is decent. I mean, they they don't allow a lot of points, but they don't score a lot of points either. Yeah. They're right middle of the pack, little on the lower side. They're ninth in team scoring. Um, you know, I think they just they 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 can play all right. You know, Cam Jordan is pretty good still at his age. So I think that they they've got some stuff. You know, Dennis Allen was always a defensive guy, their head coach. So it's one of those things where I don't know. I'm more concerned about the defense kind of getting their groove back, if you will. And this is a great offense to see that against. Uh, Chargers or maybe it's not. They'll just fucking charge. They'll just fucking crush us. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, 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 buddy. That's Thanks, no more buddy. of that talk. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Chargers and Patriots, one of those games that make you 
bummed Oof. out if you just have regular network television and live in Los Angeles that this would be the game you'd have to watch. Rough. Uh, no one kind of supporting Mac Jones. Do we see Mac Jones again? What What's Mac Jones' future? What's, Man, what's the I don't know. Future? I feel bad. He. I've seen some of his press conferences, and I feel like he feels like a kid that like has like a alcoholic, like abusive father. You know what I mean? Like he's just scared yeah. to do anything wrong. Yeah. He's scared to say anything wrong in the press conference. I just think his 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 confidence couldn't be any lower than what it is right now. It's at an all time low. And and the way Belichick is handling, it's like maybe it's Billy Zappi, maybe it's Mac Jones. All right, Mac Jones for a little bit. Oh, Billy, come on out of here. Oh, Billy, you look just exactly like Mac Jones. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know what the end game is on this. Like, even if they fall, do you think they're looking at quarterback if they fall in kind of that? area because i think right now they have the third pick overall right. which you would think uh because chicago we'll take a little bit about the draft real fast let's do it real fast sure uh is chicago gonna take another quarterback we just given up on justin fields man it does feel like that right i mean that's what they did with trubisky it all depends on what they do with Eberflus, their head coach and if you know kevin warren the the president and uh shoot i forget the gm sam but anyways if they decide that, hey, we've seen enough. We're just going to kind of restart. We're going to restart with a new head coach. We're going to restart with a new quarterback. I mean, there's two pretty good high-level draft picks coming out. Drake May from UNC. Yeah. Um, which they might have PTSD from Mitch Trubisky, who is also from UNC. <laughs> I was I was worried about that because you just like, like, we don't need this shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> twice. exactly. The, the I could already see the memes of like, the morphing pictures of Mitch Trubisky's face into Drake May's like, yeah, you could already did, see it coming. Did Mitch Trubisky look as good as Drake May in college? No, Mitch Trubisky was a one year starter, which is always like, uh, if you go back and look at it, I remember when they were talking about Mark Sanchez way back when at USC, cause he was only a one game, one year starter. I think yeah. he had like technically like 16 or 17 starts. So maybe he had a couple spot starts his sophomore year. But his yeah. junior year was just one and done. Trubisky was the same way. Drake May has been the starter, I think, since a true freshman. So he's been kind of on the radar a little bit. Caleb Williams, also same thing, has been the other kind of uh, phenom wide or quarterback, rather. Started at Oklahoma, took over for Spencer Rattler, who was like at that moment in time entering in that season in Oklahoma was like, ooh, this is the guy, and ended up bouncing around and now is with South Carolina, kind of like a mid-day two pick. So, um, Caleb Williams comes on at Oklahoma, does really well, kind of resurges their whole season. Lincoln Riley then moves to USC. He transfers to USC, spends two, you know, kind of rocky years at USC and now is entering the draft. Um, but those are the two guys that are there. So at three, depending upon what, you know, uh, I think it's Arizona has that second pick potentially right yeah. now, what they do, you know, shit, that'd be wild if they moved on from because they they kind of like created that moving on from Rosen to Kyler Murray. Ooh, yeah, they did. But they also gave, yeah, I mean, they're kind of they're a little handcuffed to that big Kyler Murray contract. Yeah, that they gave him like two years ago. Please yeah. don't play as much PlayStation. He's like, I'm doing my part. Doing Psych. My part. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd just be kind of weird. It does look like they would have that other quarterback fall to them. We'll see. I don't know. Patriots just, you just not, maybe we're just like a little too still recency bias for the success of the Patriots. Like sometimes they're not unfamiliar with being like a bottom 
tier franchise yes. that just can't get some shit together. It's, I just think there's just, it's a little bit of a legend's watch. I think with Bill Belichick still being there, you're just kind of like, what's going on? But I think if yeah. we see him move on, then it's just like, all right, who gives a shit? Great point, me. All right. Uh, Checkmate, Brandana. <laughs> Uh, I don't like any of these games. All right, Cardinal Steelers. Let's talk about the Steelers. Oof. Uh, still finding a way to win some football games. Are we going to end up seeing these Steelers in the postseason? I think we're going to. They're seven and four right now. I think uh, looking at the standings, correct five me seed. if I'm yeah. five seed. Yeah. I mean, they're who's, – who's underneath them? Browns, Colts, right, with yeah. the Bills hanging around. Texans hanging around a plucky Denver team kind of on a roll there too. But oh I mean, man, I could, I could talk Denver a little bit. I got yeah. some Broncos. They're a little bit in the catbird seat. I feel seat. I feel like the Steelers are because they're going the catbird get... seat. That's a, that's a good seat. That's a good seat. That is okay, a good nice. seat. Okay. Sweet. Cause I think you're the cat looking for the birds, the catbird seat. All right. Catbird seat. Cat... Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're scoping out that. Right. So you got, so here's where they got. Let me tell you what they got. What they really hit really me, got. bro. They got Cardinals, Pats, at Colts. All right. Effectively, they could they could run that table, right? We're we yeah. thinking they could have then they got of course a host in Cincinnati with sure. a Joe Burrow less Cincinnati. That's four games. Yeah. Then you got two toughies, a Seattle, maybe not so tough, but it's at Seattle. You're traveling. And then a week 18 Baltimore, which might not mean anything for you. You know what I mean? Because it's like, this might be a fucking, this doesn't matter to either one of these team games because mm-hmm. of they've got the NFC North wrapped up. You know, they, it could mean everything because they couldn't play for it. But if one of them inexplicably drops one or two of these games, there there might not be much to play for in this. Yeah, it might be like a one seed for a Ravens situation and a nothing for Pittsburgh situation. Yes. Which would be, be weird because I still, I still picture Pittsburgh playing for nothing putting up about the same amount of points. I think the difference might be six. (laughs) It's It's like one of those things where you kind of like close your eyes and you're like, wait, no, it's the same exact thing. They're both the same. Same. Um, All right. Dolphins and commanders. These dolphins sitting at the four seed right now. Uh, I want to know your take on, are you still a believer? Where is, where are the dolphins seeded to you in the AFC? Just in your head, like where do you rank them? Like neutral site, you know, Chiefs, Chiefs, Dolphins, Ravens, Dolphins. Like you're still high on them. And then, what's the future for the Commanders? Mm. This is fun. Dolphins, I'm having a really good time, bro. I need yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, Dolphins. I gotta say, I still think they're a solid three. Maybe the the Jaguars. I just feel like the Jaguars. I don't know. There's something a little off with the Jaguars. Yeah, I would give, I would give, that's what I would say. I would give a little bit more consistency to the Dolphins. I would not, the only thing that I think like Dolphins Chiefs, even though it feels like the Dolphins kind of could have won that game in Germany, I wouldn't even gonna throw it out. The thing that does scare me for the Dolphins is uh, for Tua, a defense that's kind of like charged up, ready to go, which would be, you know, the Chiefs defense. Yeah. Commanders are, are, baffling to me right now they're four and eight new ownership trying to make a stamp sounds like ron riviera is going to get shit canned here after this year he absolutely should he absolutely should it's held on this long and then well he's always just kind of just figured out a way to survive ron riviera he just he just yeah no there's there's some weird stat that he's had like two winning seasons 
Well, one of them was like that 15 and one Carolina Panthers year, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he is the new Jeff, uh, Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Maybe even a shittier version of Jeff Fisher. But then does that mean that they're going to then in turn give, turn the keys over to the enemy? That this is this weird. And I almost feel like they're, when they brought him over as the offensive coordinator, it almost felt like they're kind of handcuffed to that decision. So they're 20th in scoring this season at just basically 20 and a half points. And I don't know. I don't not. I know there was a lot of Trent friend of the pod came on and was talking a lot of hot, hot Sam Howell takes. I don't know if we're there yet. He's made some, some plays, but I'm not sure if we're there yet. So I don't know. I think one thing you do like, like he has the grit. He has the moxie. He does I mean, have this guys. No one's got sack more than him. And then they foul like that's all I need to hear. Like we see plenty of guys go out and this guy's literally getting lit up by the opposing team at a clip higher than anyone in NFL history. Then it's just like, yeah, all right. There is, you get a little tip of the hat to me. Yeah. I like to give yeah. you a little block, give you a lot of little extra half second in there. And that could be it, right? Is it just, Oh, do they think they fix this with often with the offensive line? I mean, you got, Terry McLaurin, who I know everyone's been talking about scary Terry, but I haven't been too afraid of him. <laughs> I could see you lean in. I was like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like he had that one awesome, like sophomore season. I was like, Oh shit. I don't know. I just, you know, maybe it's just cause he's just wasting away in, in, in Washington. Scary. Barely. Terry. Barely. Scarily. Um, nice. I like that, bro. That was good. That's um, weird. took me way too long. Yeah, maybe you are. Yeah, you, I, you weren't even listening to what I said. You're just like, uh, I, I tried to lean in. I tried to give you the. I tried to give you the nod. I was like, I'm leaning in. Look over here. I'm gonna do a joke too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just like, it's an offensive line, and then they sold their two best pass rushers, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, uh, Sweat, Sweet Sweat, whatever. Doesn't matter. Trade into the Bears. Interesting move by the Bears, right? Kind of being buyers with draft picks, but I think effectively yeah. he's better than any player that they get in the draft immediately. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know where this team's going. I really don't know. I think you're kind of like, I think you're kind of sc- not screwed, but your options are limited because you're kind of forced with the narrative of what happened with the enemy with the chiefs. You're kind of forced into making that decision automatically. So you kind of had to feel like, well, this is what we were going to do if, if Ron couldn't pick it up. So we're just, we, we had to kind of, we, we almost got our head coach before we fired our first coach. You know what I mean? We, yeah. We put our head coach on layaway. He's just been sitting there. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. He's that's that's at a good point. Yeah. Kind of reminds you of who did that. It was, was it who did Jerry it? My Jones? Mom, four star. What's that? It. She put all my toys on layaway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, my God. Oh, that was Christmas was going to Walmart to put our gifts on layaway. That was yeah. Christmas. Usually yeah, happened around like around this time. Around late November. <laughs> uh yeah, what was it? Uh Jerry Jones, was it uh Garrett? He was put as like offensive coordinator and the writing was on the wall that he's moving on from Wade Phillips. Or was that like two yeah, coaches ago? I think you're right. I, that, that's a great point. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, actually. I remember that. And it was just like everyone knew, and it's just like what uh what a rough sense. Maybe it makes a little bit more sense too when Rob Rivera was just giving like shit like during the preseason to to uh, be enemy, it was just like, yeah, it comes on a little, doesn't really know how to talk to the players. It comes on, comes on a little too, a little too hard, a little too aggro. It's just, yeah, like, it was like, shut the fuck up, Ron Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, game of the week, bro. This I want to get my peepers on this one. Um, Broncos at Texans. Ooh. This is right, a, tr- this is a little sneaky under the radar game of the week. Uh, yeah, one of those like four weeks ago, you'd be like, who gives a shit? But uh, right. like you've been saying, like, so these Broncos are right now sitting at the nine seed at six and five. Uh, I don't think anybody hotter right now on on either side of the AFC or NFC, I would say maybe, maybe the Packers are kind of like maybe their mere twin on the NFC side, like sure. a team like super slow start, uh, basically, you know, written the quarterback off, and now the quarterback showing little signs of life, and the team playing with a little bit of confidence. Maybe a little too early to call on the Packers, but what's your take on the Broncos, and do you picture them in the playoffs? I mean, right now they're rolling on a five game win streak after starting one and six. So that's pretty exciting. They got a win against the Chiefs, Bills, Browns against that tough, vaunted defense. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've got uh they've got some winnable games on here. I think that they've got enough in the tank with Chargers twice, Pats once, and then the Raiders once, and they got two tough games with potential playoff teams and the Texans and Lions. So if you chalk them up with their six and five, I mean, this is nine and seven or nine and yeah, or 10 and seven, right. That they could get through with four wins potentially. Yeah. That's playoff bound, baby. That's from where we started from the way that they were talking week three, September 24th. I don't know that off the top of my head. I'm just looking at it. Cause I can see their schedule. It's amazing. That's 70, 20 drubbing losing by 50. If you were to sit there and say, Oh yeah, this is, there'll be a playoff team. They just got hung 70 on them. There'll be a playoff team would be, out of this world, especially then they lose to the Jets two weeks later. I would have been like, "This is fucking nuts. This is no way." But they've, yeah, they've got. You know, I don't want to. Defense has gotten better. Yeah, I don't want to hats off, like Sean Payton or anything. But uh, I'm kind of forced. Oh, to he'll, there's... he'll take it. He'll take it if you. Yeah, if you I, offer bet, it. I bet he will. Uh, I don't. I, I just think it's super easy, uh, especially with getting off to a slow start and just kind of like some of the sideline body language we read between him and Russell Wilson just to, to give up on it. And even like going 500 down the stretch, but uh, it's a team that bleeds in itself. Like you can see it. Russell Wilson has found some spark of, you know, it's kind of like when the, uh, you know, like Jordan or something like the aging NBA player kind of adds that jumper to his game. Cause he's like, you know, I, I don't, I can't bang around as I used to or slash and I don't have that full step, but I know what I'm going to do. And he's really opened that up with kind of his bubble screen, like getting it done. And somebody passes, man, that fucking fourth down pass in the bills game that, I mean, that was uh to Sutton. I mean, that was, that yes. was the pass of the year. Yeah. I mean, the, the jump, the jump ball against the Vikings for the go ahead touchdown, like uh, less impressive just because, you know, uh, he's that tall. So like, he's going to win right. that when they jump off. But uh, yeah, that was, that was a wild touch. So yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be great. It's at Texas. Texans are favored by three and a half. I think, I think it'd be kind of a little, and I love CJ shot. I love the Texans. Like I think a bet here is you'd have to go three and a half and take the Broncos and then yeah. just, yeah, watch it go. And cause that's, cause I think right now they're playing hot. This is a, a young team. The Texans are a young team all the way around. So they might not realize that this is like, this is a playoff implication game. This is going to have, especially where they're at, this is going to have a ripple effect through tiebreakers and everything else like that. So this is a game they really can't, if they're serious about making the playoffs, they can't afford to drop it. And I, I, I don't know if I like, I don't know if the Texans realize they're like, oh shit, we're winning 
we have a real shot at making the playoffs here. This is like valuable stuff. Or they're just like, hey, we're winning. This is fucking awesome. Like, isn't this cool to be winning? And they're not like looking at like, oh, we we could be stacking up wins. We could make a real playoff run. I just don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misreading this too much, but I think that I just like they're just happy to be getting wins. And I don't think that they're like expecting to get wins and then thinking about how they can make the playoffs and what what like a valuable thing. Is that crazy? Is this a crazy? No, 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 no. I love it. Like you're making me think that's a great point. Like, I just, I don't know if I'm trying to picture what the Texans swagger are. Is it, is it a way too premature rookie quarterback? Nobody believes in us thing where we just get you fired up. And it's just like, this is our division for them to take away from us. Like we've fucked up. And to that point, do they start playing tight? You know, some things don't break that way. Do they lose some of their looseness? Or to your point, like, I don't know if it's this way where they're just like, fuck it, man, every day is a gift. <laughs> like nobody, right. everyone picked us as maybe like one of the last teams in the league. And here we are looking at playoffs. Like, let's go out there. This is our house. Fuck that Broncos team. Fuck right. that old guy, Wilson. Like, let's just throw it up there and have some fun. I don't, I'm, I'm legit excited. to. I like it, but I do like your point. I would take the Broncos in this. Veteran quarterback, veteran coach on the road, a young team. Yeah. You could, you could, if you jump on them early, they make a bad play. They don't get out of rhythm. Like they could steal this game very, very easily. And you're getting points in that. Yeah. And it's coming down to a few. I mean, they both get a little chess matchy. So I, I feel like it's going to come down to a field goal regardless. So just having that extra hook on there, as the gamblers say, got to do yep. it. Um, all right. 49ers at the Eagles. Cock. Are you are you on the board of or the side of that the Eagles are a fraudulent ten and one? Fraudulent. That's strong. Yes. You know who's a fraudulent ten and one or thirteen and zero? It was that Pittsburgh Steelers team yes. from three That's years all ago. Time like fraudulent. They, they were fraud. Vikings were fucking frauds last year. I would not call like that. That uh, sorry that uh, that Steelers team was the Frank Abernathy. <laughs> of NFL teams, a little catch me, catch if, you me if you can. Yeah, and they got caught. They, they got, got caught a uh, quick. Uh, yeah, no, no, this Eagles isn't. I mean, um, I mean, they always go back to like you play who you play, so we can skip that whole cliche. I, right. uh, I just I love their quarterback. You know, you gotta you gotta pick Jalen Hurts has to be in. Yeah, it, he has to be in your top four in the league. Like so, for that, I think that automatically eliminates you from fraudulent accusations if your quarterback is like if you if you know 27 of the other nfl teams would trade their quarterback for him right now for sure i would say also too in with respect to jalen hurts if you are dismissing his mvp candidacy because you're holding up his stat line against every other quarterback stat line and it doesn't look as nearly as impressive i would say you're not watching the Eagles game and like what he means, the impact he has to that team is like as, as every bit, the equal as a Pat Mahomes to the chiefs, Josh Allen to the bank, to the bills. Like he is everything to that team. He's the ultimate, like he is the straw that fucking stirs the drink. He's the best player on that field. And when they need to play, he fucking comes up with it. And that, that, that was it Sunday night name against the bills. How many times did he make the play when he absolutely needed it? Yeah, that's and that's what we're talking about. That to me is a fraud. Like, uh, again, I just like just because it's the most recent in our in our head. Like Pittsburgh Steelers this year, I not to pile on them. Like that's a fraudulent team because you can 
they don't pass the eye test. Like no matter right. what the stats say, they don't looking at the Eagles. Like if there's, if it's the fourth quarter and there's like a minute half left and they're down by four and Jalen hurts has the football, like I'm going to guess that the Eagles are a favorite to win. And that's not for being able to go down there and win the game. It doesn't come down to, you know, some weird, you know, Kirk cousins, like tip ball, or it's just like a, like field goals are getting missed and doinking off uprights. Like these are just like, these are quarterbacks going out there to win the game. So it's just like, right. no, not a front. Absolutely. Not a front. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're like, with that being said, I like the Niners by 15 in this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, this, this is a good test. I think this is, you know, this is your home field. This is a uh, 49ers team. Just one of the most like even keeled, play to yeah. the level that they're supposed to play to well-coached teams, very methodical. They know what they're going to do. They're not going to make a shit ton of mistakes. Right. Uh, so you can really say something here. You know, this is, this is one of those gives you and the Eagles only loss is, is it to the jets? It is to the jets. It is wild. Uh, Zach Wilson, obviously Zach Wilson led jets. <laughs> yeah, obviously you know, you should repeat it. <laughs> like yeah. that'll help people right, right, put yeah, it in exactly. context. Like you really want right. to, uh, who do you like in the 49ers Eagles? I mean, uh, like just a money line or just, or, or on the points. I don't know what you, what you say. Yeah. I'll give you some struggles. points getting the 49ers Six. favored by three. Yeah. I mean, I would, that's wild. Yeah. I would take the Eagles at home with three points. I would take that. Yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. thousand percent. thousand percent. Uh, so that's your one and two seed in the NFC. Wow. Quietly. One of the one of the games of the year thus far. Yeah. Are you worried about Brock Purdy? We talked about that. Man, no, I'm, I'm like this get segment back into go. it. We got other shit. Yeah, yeah. we're looking at well, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. He came back kind of right back to it. No turnovers again. Kind of found a rhythm. He just might yeah. be a guy. I mean, he's this is his second year back of you know back from elbow surgery. He's gonna probably have some bad games. I'm if I can allow Jeff Jared Goff to fucking have bad games. Brock Purdy can have bad games too. You know what I mean? The MVP talk might be a little bit nuts at this moment in time, but he's winning ball games. He's making the right reads. Everyone's healthy. They look good. They look real tough. After the Cowboys 49ers game, because this is what I do. Yeah. I was in Arizona, if you remember, because I was seeing that Cardinals Bengals game. Bengals game, yes. Had to get up at like 3.30 in the morning to go get my flight. Remembered in Arizona, you can open up the app. You can get on FanDuel. Got in there. Brock Purdy plus 900 for MVP. Lock it in, baby. Lock it in. Yikes. Unlock that. There you go. I love it too. Like I'm just just like, man, how am I going to get back? And just to get all this money in a FanDuel when he wins the MVP. Yeah. Don't need to worry about that. Not concerned. Baby. It may be fixes. Right. Ah, my leg! Ah. <laughs> OSHA, OSHA claim. Each segment ends with just my leg, my, my leg. Stop the bleeding, Master Thomas. My leg. Something will happen <laughs> to my leg. Um, our bad QB play, you know, near and dear to yes. my heart is yes. The league, <laughs> like yes, yes. We all, we anyone that's listened to this pod knows about. Right. So I'm like, all right, I gotta fix it. I got to fix it because now it's Tom Brady's way in it. A lot of mediocre yeah. football out there. When yep. our boy Tom Brady notices, that's not what you want. So I was like, all right, how do we fix this? What is the cause? So I'll sum up what I think the cause is real fast. 
the calls are uh, too short of contracts for NFL coaches, too quick of a knee-jerk reaction to fire that coach, forces the coach into making decisions before he really wants to for longevity for his job, meaning he needs to go for that quarterback, keep his owner happy, toss that dice on that quarterback way before that quarterback is ready. And that not only does not behoove the coach, uh, does not behoove the player, and also the league suffers. So uh, cause and effect to... I would also add into new coach needing his own quarterback if there's a young quarterback in town, right? Yeah. This is another weird thing. It's like, well, it's not his guy. So we're going to just move on from him. Yeah, which we saw with uh, Kroppenhopper, right? Kroppenhopper was... Yeah, Kranz Kroppenhopper with Mm -hmm. Rosen. Saw how that worked out. Yep, yep. Really weird for your guy to... Just Judas! Stab right (laughs) in the So I have to figure out a way. So my thought was, here's my two thoughts, and I'll let you take and run with it. But uh, I thought about some version of giving the franchise some sort of discount or break for red shirting their rookie quarterback. So when you draft a quarterback, he's red shirted. So he still gets, he gets the, whatever that rookie deal minimum based on where his draft is. But uh, if you don't start him, that total for his rookie contract does not count against that year's cap. Oh, okay. Interesting. So it's almost like you're getting to develop him for, so the league is supporting you to develop him for a free year. Uh, He still gets paid, but not against the cap. I think the only thing you're going to run into a buzzsaw with this is I I wonder if the players union wouldn't let it happen because you would be, because I do want to, I want to extend his, the rookie deal one more year also. But I wonder if I I feel like the players year option that's generally reserved for (laughs) first round picks. Now for a quarterback would be like a sixth year option. Sixth year option. Yeah. yeah or maybe you can get a fifth and sixth year. I don't know if you could do a two year option, like extend it for, so you just pick sure. them up both simultaneously, but maybe so some sort of like home hometown discount red shirt combo thing. But think about the red shirt. Cause that's what I want. So I just wondered, I wonder if that would be enough to incentivize teams to not start the player and also, like, I'd, I'd want to put some sort of minimum guarantee. Are, are coaches' contracts guaranteed now? Um. Yeah, I mean, I think they all, they all have, like, some buyout clause, right? If they get fired, they get X amount. I forget who. I think Frank Wright is getting money from both the Colts now and the Panthers. Oh, with yeah. His I forgot about yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I, I need to up the punitive damages, the punitive penalties for... Uh, firing a coach before his contract is over so that and that's something like the coaches union should come together about i mean i'm sure the coaches like love getting paid from two different franchises but if you had something to where like uh if they fired you like you got double your contract or at least it counted double against their cap like i would just want something to be like we believe in you like what can we do to make our team at least like see, and I know like fucked up situations happen, but there needs to be then vet better, you know, like, right. I don't know what to fucking tell you, but 
there needs to be something where like let the coaches see the plan out because i feel i feel like the owners this is i think it's more of an ego thing to them and they're they're blaming they're just like we want to bring these fans these towns a winner i think all of us are just getting kind of fatigued with the turnover even like the hometown like if you came to me as a vikings fan and you're just uh and you're or you're just like hey like we have like like a three-year plan like just be fucking honest about it. Be like, we ain't going to be good. Like we're going to like move in the draft. Right. Like I, I know you still don't want to do that. Cause you still want to have some sort of competitive product and you don't want to get people's head that you're rebuilding. So you still want to get those ticket sales, but right. I don't know. Let's all grow the fuck up out of that. Like we're watching all the football games, like right. fucking Browns Rams and Browns have a backup quarter. Like people are going to watch that game. Like it's still going to like be like probably like the sixth highest viewed thing on television right. like this week. So I, th- I think we're doing fine on the viewership and the contracts here. Let's just get, let's get back to getting some better product. Cause I'm warning you NFL, like I know you would expand teams, but you're Oof. running out of runway. And if you think this goes on forever, like it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Cause this has been, a, this has been an interesting year to watch this season of football and sit there and be like man what i remember watching in years past is not what i'm seeing right now yeah and it really starts and i think ends really quite honestly with the quarterback play Um, development is you can really notice it too like that chiefs sorry to interrupt but it's just like you're right because the contrast now between like that chiefs eagles and then like vikings bears is fucking insane like right. i used to make jokes about it or whatever like but it looks like two different sports yeah it, it yeah, looks like two absolutely it, it absolutely does and in both cases you had guys sit right mahomes sat behind yep. alex smith we had great veteran leadership and didn't play until the last week of the season um but was slowly brought on even though he was a 12th overall pick in the draft and then Hertz was taken, I believe, in the second round, but high in the second round, but still sat. Yep. I think until I think he only played like maybe five or six games in that rookie season. You know what I mean? But he sat for a good long while. So there's something to be said about if you are the owner. I like where you're coming at with the with the you know, the benefit of like mentoring and developing a quarterback. I like that. Yeah, because it's also for the like, and I want you to go ahead, but it's like, I'm, it's also for the player, man. Like these are these kids' yeah. like career, like and just you know, and quarterbacks what's gonna the happen most to Bryce position in in sports. Yeah, I don't want to fuck with their confidence. Like, what's going yeah. on with Bryce Young? Like, you know, like I just right. like it's, it's just it's wild. It's wild in a sport. Like it doesn't happen in any other sports. They're like the most important position, the highly touted like most important guys coming from college up in the quarterback position. And it's like 50, 50 ball. Like that's not happening in fucking basketball. Right. It's not like half of the draft picks is a lot. I mean, there's like number ones that are bust, but now it's, it would be insane to put together a bust list. Cause it wouldn't even make sense. Like is Rosen a bust? Like, can you even fucking count someone that's played like a total of 13 games? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's one of those things where it's like they get chewed out or chewed up faster than you can actually really tell if they're, the real deal or not, you know what I mean? And some people are so quick to just move on. And that's the other thing is, is like every talking head out there wants to like, you know, Oh, we need to fire this coach or that coach, or this is a fireable offense. Cause it's like, fuck man. Like that's a brutal existence to be like, if I make a mistake or I lose a game, people are going to be like, you need to be fired. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like let everything be adults about it. 
So I love the idea about giving uh, a runway for developing quarterbacks because I think that that's important. They really need to take a look at it. I don't know if you're going to be able to, to, you know, penalize owners for because they're the ones that ultimately are going to vote on that, penalizing yeah. themselves to. You're taking, um, yeah, you're taking away some of their autonomy, so they're going to be the, and their their leverage a little bit in the conversation. But what I would say, what you did say, which I thought was awesome, which is vet nice. better, vet better. I think that that is such a underrated thing because I would love to know. I'd really like to examine some of the like the interview process, right? We know about the draft combine for players, but yeah. what sort of scrutiny and X's and O's and what sort of what's what muster tests do these fucking coaches pass like in the room? You know what I mean? I've heard from like Brian Flores's kind of comments, you know, during his lawsuit. That it's like basically like a uh, lunch and maybe a couple drinks and they're like, ah, you seem like the guy for, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like fucking insanity. It does. It just feels like a good old boys club. Like, it's yes. just kind of like. And they're rolling out big deals to these guys. Like, oh, you were successful here? Well, of course you'll be able to replicate it here. Well, fuck. You know, Eberfluss, Brandon Staley, um, you know, the head coach Gannon in uh whatchamacallit, uh the Indianapolis coach was fired pretty quick. Then you know, these guys are all from these trees, and it's like boom, boom, boom. They had success, poached their assistants, put them out there, let's see what he can do. And that seems to be like, you know, past performance doesn't mean future production. It just doesn't. Yeah. So really take some time and vet. And I would say in developing these quarterbacks owners should look at it and be like this is our guy we drafted it we've invested four years into him i need you to like tell me how you can maximize player x like tell me matt eberfluss how you're going to maximize and develop justin fields because i saw what he did in in ohio and i i've seen sparkles of it here and there but he's had what three coaches now, or he's had Matt Nagy and, and, and Aberfluss at this point. So it's like, if you want this deal, you got to tell me to figure out, you got to give me the, a fucking, a, a rundown, a schedule as to how you can develop this. And to sit there and say in two years, if he hasn't got to this point, I need to draft somebody like you got to also have those stones or I need, I need to, I need to discuss with the GM that we need to find somebody else. Right. Yeah. And you might know, hopefully already have some ideas on this, you know, working with player personnel, but I, but I got to have a better plan than just like, yeah, no, I can make it work. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think, Fuck, I think that's, I think, cause their product is so strong. Like since we don't have like any relegation or something that like, you know, the accountability kind of doesn't have to be there. I mean, they can act like it is like, Oh, we want to compete. You know, we want to be VFC champions, but it's just like, it's going to be bullshit. Like give me an actual, like, plan that's not like reinventing the wheel just because you worked underneath this head coach yeah don't give me the uh, fucking my old stuff and this is what we used to do here fine there can be some of that but tell me what you're how you're going to make it ours and maybe there's and this is and i guess the longer point is is maybe the coaching period needs to be opened up more or something like that maybe there needs to be more conversation with like scheduled off days, you know, from, you know, week 10 on, Hey, if you want to just schedule just zoom calls with these potential assistants, just to start figuring it out, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
let's let's do this because I think I think the hiring process is like we got to go fast because we don't want to we don't lose the guy the hot name because it's more about the name and getting our fans excited to keep this drum rolling for ticket sales and then we'll kind of figure out you know if we want if we can you know sleep in the same bed together I was like yeah. well that's not fucking great that's not gonna work yeah the Riviera hiring that's obviously something's broken all right yeah. Master Damas. <laughs> said the exact same time. Perfect. All right. Harbaugh future. Uh, real fast. Yeah, baby. Give me your top four. Give me your top four. Who are we going to see in the college football playoff? I guess they're not now. So that's two different questions. Yes. All right. Give Michigan? Me. Yeah. Oh, wait. You're saying this year, this college football. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan, number one. Yes. Georgia, number two. Uh-huh. Washington, number three. Mm-hmm. Bama, number four. Bama, four. You got Bama in the playoff. I think Bama sneaks in. I think Bama gets his dub in the Ooh. SEC, but they can't penalize Georgia for losing one game. They have a real fucking tough call here on this one. Well, we're not going to see Georgia and Bama like back-to-back again, right, for the second time in, was it, three years? That's what I'm saying. Georgia will slide to two. Michigan will go to one. Uh, so we'll get one, yeah. four, yep, two, yep, yep. three. But yeah, we we saw this where I think it was in the first Georgia championship. They ended up showdown and again. And yeah. Georgia put the, Georgia smacked yeah, them. Back. Uh, yeah, that's good. So you like, uh, so Oregon, Washington, whoever wins that game's in? I think it's going to be Washington. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be Washington. Gonna handle them again. Yeah. Uh, and then Texas. We're really excited about Texas. That that Oklahoma defeat, like really, yeah, really fucked, them. really fucked them on that one. I don't think that they're going to really be able because the Big Twelve they'll have a championship game, but I don't think that who they're going to go is going to have enough oomph to push them ahead of. You know, this is all this is all contingent on Bama beating Georgia. If Bama doesn't <laughs> beat Georgia, you could make an argument. I hope Ohio isn't making an argument because I I do believe like you got to win your conference championship game. Like that 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 got to mean something, right? Yeah, but did you guys go when you didn't win it? Like two years, like your first time in the playoff in a while, two years we, ago when we, we were talking we about it. that? We, we oh, you it. did win? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Every year we've made the playoffs, we've won our conference. But you didn't beat Ohio. You fell out the rest two years ago. We did. That was the first okay. year we beat them. We beat All them right. So you beat them three row. years in a row. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You, don't you fucking forget yeah, it. Copy forget. that. Hey, hey look, man. Just a humble podcast. Get your head on here. straight. We haven't pod in a while, but. <laughs> For fuck's oh, sake, man. Dear. Um, so if they don't win that, then that fourth spot is could be Texas, could be Florida State. I mean, Florida State that QB issue, right? On Florida yeah, State. Yeah, I mean I they lost their do. they lost Travis, their quarterback, to a terrible injury against a fucking Yeah, fucking I was gonna say some of the podcasts they were like, they shouldn't weigh that against you. I'm just like, they absolutely should. They absolutely should, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely if he was like the should. talent that yeah, it's just like you're not going there with the talent. It's just like, yeah, it's like used to be sexy. And then all your hair burnt off. It's just like, you're not sexy anymore. What do you want to do about it? Yeah, man. Sorry. You're bald. (laughs) So, uh, have you ever shaken out Michigan plays Alabama? They handle that. The Michigan plays Georgia. What are we seeing in there? I don't know if Georgia has been tested. Everyone sat there and said, Michigan has not been tested. Like up until the Penn state game handled that. Then there was even naysayers against that. And then, man, my 
my Twitter feed, because I've been on Twitter a lot these last couple weeks, is really just like downplaying the Michigan wins. This team is fucking good. This Michigan team is good. They might not win sexy, but they figure out a way to win. And now in two consecutive weeks, they've faced top 10 teams. Brandana, a little question. This is not a Ben Simmons question. Name the team that's only the only, there's only one team out there that has had two top 10 wins this season or two top opponent wins this season. Name that team. Um, I feel like by the way, name the team. Michigan. Michigan. Right. You're right. You fucking yeah. nailed it. You're one for two on hard uh, questions. Th- thank you. Uh, like I, can I name the teams and get like an extra bonus point? Yeah. Uh, name the teams. Ohio. You fill out the rest of Penn state. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bam, 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 bam. So they won those games. They fucking ran the ball down their fucking throats. Yeah. They fucking were out physical. They beat the shit out of them. They did it without Harbaugh. Sharon Moore filling in, acting head coach. They tried emotional, to take it from us. Emotional cat. Emotional cat. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> get it. after it. That man will not. Don't worry about a moment passing him by. He's going to grab him. He's feel grab this. It. Feel it. Uh, okay. So, number one, let's, let's, uh, one question at a time, real fast, and we'll get it there. Yes. So, does the outcome of, the, let's say the Michigan gets to the championship game, does a win or loss, does the outcome affect the future of Harbaugh, what he does? Oh, I mean, I think a win pushes, has to push him on a college football. What a fucking ride off into the sunset. Yeah, a loss I, does. A, does he stay stay another year with loss? No, because I don't think he's gonna totally be. It it really depends if like if he leaves, Sharon Moore backfills pretty quickly. I think everyone would expect that head coaching to be to be that head coach position to be filled by him. But I mean, I, I gotta wonder. It's like, would he want to hold on? If he loses Minter, their defensive coordinator, loses more, their offensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Like, does he want to do what Saban constantly has had to do, which is just backfill with new head coaches or assistant coaches, only to have them poached from his system every year? Saban, if you look at his like assistants year to year, consistently he's getting one or two head coaches. Kirby Smart, Georgia head coach. Nick Saban assistant, right? So like yeah. all these guys are just getting fucking yoinked from him left and right. I don't know if that's something he wants to do. And he I, Harbaugh at times seems like the most like I'm going to be here for the next 50 years. You're going to have to fucking put my build my casket around for me from my fucking desk in the office and wheel me the fuck out of here at times. And then like <laughs> in fucking like july all of a sudden it's like oh wait i might want to coach in the nfl and he just like yeah. wakes up is like yeah fucking coaching in college sucks like i hate the ncaa <laughs> like it blows going on recruiting chips and sitting in fucking you know people's living rooms trying to get their son to come commit for me and them asking me well how much money are you gonna pay him and then if he transfers he's gone you know what i mean it's like yeah i don't know man i don't know because <sighs> at least at least with but I will tell you, if he does go to the NFL, I think he's going to look for a Belichickian offer. He's going to want to be able to fucking – if he's going to cook the the fucking dinner, he's going to want to be able to shop for the ingredients. So he's going to want something that doesn't already have an established quarterback there? And he's also going to want 
decisions over player personnel. He's going to want it like Belichick, like give me the GM. Let me let me handpick these guys who I want. Yep. So where is Jim Harbaugh? July. I ba- July. I think I think the Bears. He flirted with your Vikes. Let's go Vikes. He did. Came in. He flirted there. with your Vikes. Something little, was little rotten slut. in Denmark. Yeah. Little... He's just shaking his tail. Blue balls, it. baby. Ba- <laughs> little purple balls, baby. <laughs> um, so I think uh I think something didn't sit right with him. So that means I don't think he's going back. The Bears would make a a, a real would make sense. The Colts, I don't think he goes to the Colts. Why would he want to play for or coach for Jim Ursay? Here he knows that fucking mess. Jim yeah, Ursay is sounds... a fucking wackadoo. Yeah, that's a same thing with the Raiders. Disaster. Yeah. I don't think he could go with the Raiders with Davis. I think I think Bears depended upon, you know, his relationship with the ownership. We already know the president, Kevin Warren, was the Bintenant Commissioner for the last three Chargers, years. Chargers, Chargers, nah. Chargers might be interesting. West Coast. I don't know if he cares about that so much, but you know, again, their owner is not fucking great, but they've got a good young quarterback. They've got some pieces in here. If he can get the fucking keys to, uh, to fucking run the show, he might do it. Plus he's also a competitive weirdo. So he might think he can be like, I'm going to go fucking cut the head off of the, uh, the head coach mountain of Andy Reid. I'm going to fucking slice his throat and take it from him. That's a division of coach. I mean, Sean Payton gets cooking a little bit, like Andy Reid. Like that is that AFC West might finally shape up to what we've been talking about it being for like four years. Ooh, there'd be some great Sean Payton, uh, fucking Harbaugh chippiness. Because if you remember when Harbaugh was on the 49ers, him and fucking Jim Schwartz with the Lions almost came to fisticuffs. Do you know this story? No, who? Jim Schwartz was the yeah, I remember. Defense, defense coordinator they brought over was coaching a terrible Lions team. I think it was in Harbaugh's first year as head coach at the 49ers. <clears throat> and the 49ers beat the Lions early in the season, early on. And Harbaugh came running up to him and handshake them and gave him like oh, a the bat, hard slap hard on the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, Schwartz he... went chasing after him yeah, and they always went after it. Well, the backstory behind this uh, allegedly is I'm trying to remember that, but I think that they were like way into the, like in the off season before the season even started, they were at, and might've even been at like the annual like coaches meeting or something like that. They were all there and they were sitting there. And um, I think it was Harbaugh said something like, Oh yeah, well we expect to be competitive or something like that. And, Fucking Jim Schwartz, I think was like in his second year and was like, Yeah, it ain't it, it ain't that easy. It's not gonna be that easy for you. And was kind of just enough shit talking to where Harbaugh got fired up and was really fired up. And so when he came there, he hit him with a thunderclap of like, it isn't that easy. I just beat you. Like he was really fucking fired up about it. Love which it. I love because he is a competitive yeah. weirdo. I the only thing that takes me off of San Diego, and we'll wrap this segment up, is could you imagine coaching in like the big house and then coaching a San Diego in quotes or San Diego, a Los yeah, Angeles, Los Angeles Chargers yeah. in quotes home home game? Oh my no god, game, baby. No home game. Uh, I'm gonna say Bears. I like it. Let's say Bears. Yep. All right, fine. All right. Neapolitan yeah. showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't 
bro. Best thing about being laid up. Yeah, baby. You're coming. That leg's still healing. How's it feeling? I see the feeling brace good. off. Letting it breathe a little bit. Well, breathing. I'm just doing a little bit of my. I had my first day of physical therapy session. Got some at home things to do. Got to get. Got to get the stretch and got to get the flex. Flex to zero, baby. Right now it's a little dink. I got to yep, get yep, it yep, here yep. all no, the way. Really cool. I'm sure you know about this. Mm-hmm. So, got that. Got some. Got some schedule to to do here, but it's it's feeling good. It's one of those things where I'm like, in this weird spot where it's like. Well, how much weight can I put on it? How much can I do? What do I need to do? Crutches? Yeah, what like what's braces? Exa- like what's good for it and what's pushing it too much? Like what yes. is like not helping it heal? Like yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that a lot for the ankle. I just get, I get half cocked to be like, I want to heal my ankle tonight, and just walk around <laughs> with it like out of the gas. And then wake up in the morning, I'm just like, I don't feel like Brandon. No, that is not how you heal a foot. It's like, it needs to feel this. It needs to feel the pressure. It's like you can't feel shit, sir. It's like, <laughs> right, exactly. That. So it's it's good. It's good. Everyone's doing great, and uh, yeah, I'm feeling good about it. Uh, all right. Well, what's the, what's the positives? What's the positives about not being your mobile self? Is that we starting the Neapolitan showdown? Is this my number three? Number three. Bro, yeah. My number three. Well, I can <laughs> tell you this much. Yeah. Post-surgical healing, huh? Got me dropping ten lbs, baby. I dropped oh! weight. I'm not fucking. I've been sitting on my ass, and my, my body has just been cooking. That's cooking, amazing. Baby. Yeah, you yeah. look good. What? What do you think that is? What's the math on that? I think, quite honestly, like there was so much inflammation and so much damage going on, like from the surgery, right? Yeah. And my body was just like firing on all cylinders, right? And plus, I wasn't quite eating as much, but I wasn't doing anything. But yeah, I was just. I've just been like, I can't go to the like. I couldn't for the longest time, like get up and hobble and go get like snacks. So I just sit there and wouldn't eat, drink a lot of water yeah. and then let my metabolism rev baby. Cause it's trying to fix my body. That's dope. Look at that. Yeah, it's awesome. I know. Exactly. So just like, Oh, the other leg. that's good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Beach season. <laughs> um, number three, uh, it's an easy out to not have to go out and look like, yeah. whatever like part of the cliche is true you get older you're just like oh like oh, my favorite vacation is a staycation my favorite you know like oh i love canceling plans like but i mean like sometimes i just like overthink if you can go do something or maybe like you overcommit yourself to a bunch of like different projects and it's just like it is an easy like that's a wrap on all that i think a lot of mine you're gonna find it's just like i like when it, the opportunity to like overthink something or ping pong back and forth is just taken off the table and it's just yep. like oh I don't think about that at all. Not possible. Move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is good. It is good. I do like it. I mean, one of those things with the kids is like, you know, like, hey, can you go do this? And it's like, sometimes it's heartbreaking. But you're like, I, I can't. I can't actually go and do that. Like, yeah. Two point was like, hey, do you want to go to Sky Zone, which is like a trampoline park? And I was like, <laughs> um, no, I Let's can't. Let's talk this through. <laughs> yeah, I can't go. Yeah. I mean, I could watch you. But I can't, I, you know, I got to find some seats here, buddy. <laughs> one hit the trip late. Uh, all right. What's your number two? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you that one. Cause okay. it is, I mean, you might want a lot of these cause you are currently injured. fresh in it. Yeah. You're yeah, just yeah, yeah. really reporting from the field, but uh, you know, what's number two spot. My number two, uh, I pretty much was exclusively pre-injury a side sleeper sleep on my side a lot, but now mm-hmm. because I've injured my leg and I've had to keep it up 
elevated and do all this other stuff and sleep in weird positions because I can't sleep on my side. I can fall asleep like anywhere now. Any which way, I can just I can drift off to sleep, sitting upright, laying on my back, hands on my chest. I can do it all, man. I'm so versatile. You're like I, I slept through half of it. Maybe fixes like hours of the quarterback play. Like I'm just sleeping with my eyes open. <laughs> oh my god, where was I? What happened? Yeah, I can I can nod off and take a quick twine. I'm like a Navy SEAL. I can I can nod off for twenty minutes and just bop boom I'm ready to go let's go that's dope that's dope I it, what is the healthiest way to sleep is there like a consensus on this or is it just like sleep with what's comfortable like I feel like sometimes I briefly hear like because I'm a side sleeper too like people giving like side sleeper shit or something or it's just like yeah. it's best to sleep on your back and I was like I don't know like my grandpa slept on his back smoke and drank a lot I don't <laughs> think that has everything to do with it <laughs> more than that maybe that's what kept him alive. I just remember last night that I had a I had a crazy dream sleeping on my back. Nobody wants to hear about other people's dreams. And I remember I was gonna write it down and I didn't write down shit. Right. But it, like but it I'm was not crazy. gonna it's it's gonna be a little bit before I sleep on my back again. Cause I just woke up from that dream. And it's one of those where it's just like I gotta listen to a podcast for a few minutes or something and kind of re-scramble this brain. Cause if I go right back to sleep, I'm gonna dip into whatever nutty world this was that I just <laughs> escaped. That's really funny. God, I wish I, I missed dreams. I don't dream you don't that dream often. Anymore? I, don't that's, I, I don't really. I don't remember too many dreams. I don't. I think we talked about it. I think we had a dream, Neo, way back when. Mm, yeah. But I think. But I think we talked about it. But I don't. Yeah. There's got to be some science on this. I because I feel like I don't feel great sleeping on my sides. It's the most. It's the easiest for me to fall asleep. But I think I really gotta like. I gotta. I, someone's just gotta like. We gotta come to a consensus on pillows. Is really what it is. We got to come to a consensus on a pillow. What's good for my neck? What angle does it need to be at? Because when I sleep on my back, I always feel like it's too far forward. Yeah. So I need to have like I almost need to like I need like a like a, a like a V to like lay on, right? Like mm-hmm. just so my my whole back can get you know fully extended, crunched. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah everything gets in there, and it's got to be squishy and comfort, comfortable, comfy. That's what is it right one. if I would need to sleep on my back? I don't know. But that's that's me, though. I can fall asleep anywhere now. I'll say you. Um, I'm going to say no guilt for not going to the gym. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. I mean, you can tell by seeing me. I don't, I don't need know. to because I lost 10 pounds. But go on. Yeah. You hacked it, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just another one's like when you, again, when you run out of time, like waking up in the morning, like just going to the gym is just like hanging on your head all day until you make it happen. And it's just like a little relief to be like, I can't, I can't fucking go. So yep. that, that next, that, that. next question, brain. Bye. Done. Bye. My uh, number one. Go for it. Yeah, oh, you're going to score it? Score it. Yeah. No, you, you went again. I mean, okay, I went, uh, you can't piss uh, everybody. Like you're cooking with gas. Look at that mood you're in. Like you shed 10 pounds. You're sleeping. You get plenty of rest all over the place. Skipping out on trampoline <laughs> parks. We don't feel like it. I mean, just crushing it. Yeah. I'm going to take exactly. the way from you, bro. Now here's, here's the real decadent piece of this puzzle. Yeah. I'm Netflix and chilling, baby. That's me. That is me. That yeah. is me, baby. I yeah. I have watched so much TV; it's ridiculous. What has been like? What a little Nia inside of a Nia. Like, what's been your top spot for what you've seen that you haven't seen before that you watched? Oh, see, this is the thing. I've only watched stuff that I've only watched in the past. <gasps> yeah. No, you know what? Well, I take that back. What was the bullet? The bullet train one. I kind of enjoyed. 
mm-hmm. with uh, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt and what is it, Aaron Taylor Johnson or something like that, whatever that guy's name is. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name is handsome guy, whatever. That was pretty good. There's a couple. I watched the, the Six Underground this morning. I was like, this sucks. It's a Michael Bay thing with fucking Ryan Reynolds. Blows. Oh, yeah. Yikes. But I've been getting back up. into the 90s movies. I watched The Firm. Good movie. I told you I watched Backdraft. Backdraft. Uh-huh. I've watched every war movie that you could possibly imagine. Uh, war I think I have The Firm. Firm is on in the background uh, from my home office once a week. Once a week. It's just, it's just rolling back there. It's playing. It's a good flick. I just don't know why they needed to make Mitch McDeer cheat. He passes up on mm. an easy layup, but then he like he needs to like save the the wounded woman that's yeah. kind of maybe reminds him of his wife. It's like you just passed on pussy fucking fifteen minutes ago. Like now you're gonna yeah. cheat. This doesn't make any sense. I know this this dude banging this hotshot lawyer banging a strange hot chick on a beach. Total plot hole, bro. Yeah, right. Total, Am I right? Taking it. <laughs> i think it was like they they knew his sensitive they knew how to be it's a little we we can do a date night on the front we'll do a date on the front it'll be fresh enough on your brain we'll do it next week we we'll do what yeah, we're doing the front i just and we'll i just and i watched i i watched you know what i don't oh you could almost call this for the first time because i don't remember if i watched the deer hunter before yes. or if i've just seen pieces of it right do we need 45 minutes on deer hunting and a wedding. <laughs> um, I do. I it feels on brand for the characters, but it is kind of it's it's a it's a crazy look. The whole thing is kind of it's kind it's of crazy because it's like, hey, let's. Really but I'll establish... say this: the least fucking crazy thing that happens in that movie, yes. is hunting some deer on your wedding day. I do appreciate how much they invested in like building like building the like this like i don't know you want to call it camelot but this like innocence before they go to yeah. war i yeah, like party this. boy atmosphere and like kind of yeah they really captured their friendship and really captured it they did but then it's like well then we get into war and it's just like let's just zip all through that get to the really horrific shit and then zip on how they escape and then put them back in there you know what i mean it's just like you could have you could have carved out a few minutes here put it in a little investment in the war scenes right it just felt like we yeah, sped like, through that like two and a half less like dancing songs with them doing that rushing kick yes and then exactly. maybe yeah yeah, yeah. we get it once is good enough we get it yeah guys... and also too i would also argue that the methodology into which they hunt deer in the mountains is fucking bananas yeah no one yeah. is chasing on foot <laughs> and shooting fucking rifles through loud cavernous mountains and be like ah yeah. you know that's not how deer hunting works but i digress yeah, give me more coverage of what I haven't seen. I have seen a shit ton of people dancing at weddings, so you can shorten that up. I yeah. haven't seen a shit ton of Russian roulette in the back <laughs> of right. Vietnam jungle. So maybe yeah. you can beef that up a little bit. Exactly. Um, all right, my number one, I think this is a throwback to what we talked to, but about being laid up, people sign in your cast. Oh, I mean, that is just, yeah. That is a feeling... You cannot recreate. You remember it. I even think like as the bone breaks as a kid, you're just like, oh, at least people are going to sign my cast. You're like silver lining it already. Like, yes. It's just like, oh, yeah. Sign it up. 
Um, all right, win to you, my brother. Thank you, sir. Yep. Uh, MVP Thank of the week. I'm gonna give it to give it to Martin Scorsese. Oh, pot, Scorsese pot, dog. Pot committed to this three and a half years to get this Killers of the Flower Moon out. Finally saw yeah. that, and uh, yeah, put put a lot into that. So. Yeah, when I hats off to get a project over the finish line. There you go. I like it. Um, well, I'll uh, I'll give it to Doctor Mrs. the Commission. I think I gave it to her last time we did this too, but I'll still give it to her. Give She's it, been fucking rocking and rolling, being mom and dad these last couple of weeks. Still, still on it. Still champing it. The kids have been great. You've been great, buddy. You all are great. You've been Audience, great. I've, been, I've been seeing you enough. I know. We talked to you enough. Like you call me, you, you still call me on Thanksgiving. I do call you. Yeah. It up. Yeah, Sometimes, like there it. might be a couple of days I'm playing a little hard to get. I'm just like, oh, but this, we'll see if he texts. I'm just gonna see if he texts real fast. <laughs> I'm gonna like little look for little bubbles. We're back, we're baby. We're we're through we the other back, side. Baby. We're on we are back. Uh good to see you, my man. Thanks for listening, audience. We are definitely back. He speaks the facts. It was in episode 282. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. My podcast. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Uh.